and welcome to episode 42 of the Family Based Pod. My name is Jake. He's doused. Sick. And I'm Ben. Yeah. And as you can tell, I'm having video issues. Dallas apparently is having audio issues. And Ben, you look great. I'm in North Dakota, baby. We're killing. We're thriving. We're chilling up here, doing big shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Femi. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> Well, you're on Mount Rushmore, so we're looking good. I'm almost so me, uh, me and 80 links. Me and 80 links. Yeah, let's not talk about the other ones, but yeah, so. Alright, so episode 42 of the uh, podcast is going to be similar to last week in that we're going to talk about some baseball stuff, and then, you know what, we're going to talk about some other stuff, and uh, Ben says he has some more trivia, so uh, Dallas and I will be able to prove who is dumber, so um, last time it was the tie, so we'll see who wins this time. Alright. So, why don't we start off, uh, I'll start off, if you guys don't mind, even though you, <laughs> you can't see me, let's just, uh, start off. So, uh, both Albert Pujols and Aaron Judge are two home runs away, away from history. Aaron Judge has 59 home runs, two away from 61, and Albert Pujols is two away from 700, and they but hit I think they have about 17 games as of Monday left uh, in the season. So we talked about earlier in earlier episodes, which is a bigger deal. But which one do you guys want to see more? Which one is more exciting to watch? Ben, I'm Dallas, I'm pretty sure we have an idea of what you're gonna say. Ben, what do you think? Which one is more exciting to watch? Judge or Pools? So, uh, unlike Dallas, I don't look at um, the steroid era in like such a negative light as he does. So for me, Aaron Judge hitting 61 home runs is still well short of what Barry Bonds hit. Um, so, you know, that that doesn't mean as much to me. I think Pujols hitting such a fat round number of 700, you know, that's that's obviously more historical, more meaningful we can look back at this year when Judge's career is over and say, like, wow, he really, you know, he might he might win the triple crown this year. So what he's doing is insane and it's fantastic. But I don't think anyone will look back and be like, oh, he that's the real home run king of whatever, because he had 61 in you know 2022. I think people would still look at Bonds and then then you've got you know McGuire and Sosa and everybody else who else went over 60. So, I mean, it just kind of depends on your personal take of it. But I, I mean, I like the idea of celebrating Pujols' 700 home runs and the more historical, grandiose um, side of it than yes. uh, the single season. So, so Del, so I'm pretty sure you're going to see Pujols. But let me just ask from what Ben just said, do you still believe that there should be an asterisk next to Barry Bonds and Mark Barbara Sosa, or do you think uh, those guys do have that record? Because you you did make that statement that there should be an asterisk. Do you still believe that? Yeah, no, I still do. Uh, I think they do. Hold, so they hold the record because I don't know, like it's. They should create a separate record if that if they want to keep the same thing. Like, if they're not going to get into the hall, then why are they holding records that other people that didn't cheat? That is an astronomical number that, like, rightfully so, like, is time. So the fact that the judge is actually like encroaching what the record was prior to amazing feat that he's pretty much robbed of now because some several steroids and smash records i mean good on them like they did it they hit the home runs like still hitting a ball ball like out of the park is one of the hardest things to do in major league baseball or in all sports but so like the fact that they have it they have it but it's i just don't think it's fair they like it's not fair to aaron judge that he won't be home run king if he gets 62 like dude like you just can't hit 80 home runs in a year 
that is a home run every other. It's ridiculous, and it shouldn't. It shouldn't be the. It shouldn't be the record, honestly. It's great for Aaron Judge, but it's also sad for Aaron Judge because he should if he if he hits it. Like it should be his, and the fact yeah. that it's not is saddening. Amazing, good for him. Hope he like he'll he'll remember it forever. Most baseball fans, but it's but unfortunately, it's not the most memorable because it's not the record right now. So it sucks to suck, I guess. Like I don't know. Except it bad. sucks to be really great and hit sixty-two home runs. And still, but, <laughs> and that's what sucks. Like it sucks. He won't be regarded as, as the home run king. In my opinion, he has the right to be called the home run king so like that's it, it just sucks man it's just like in bench warmers like when mm. i am 12 comes to the plate like bro like yeah get, get the hell out of here I know, all i'm play. saying is gus bus still won okay the gus bus still yeah. won because yeah, it's sure. a weird guy come on weird guy and then he gets hit <laughs> i think it's just a bummer um i think aaron judge should be getting crowned this uh and the fact that he's not is just a it's, it's a disservice to the, all of baseball. So again, back to the original question. I'm assuming you think pool holes is more exciting right now. Yes, but Judge isn't going to get the record. If it were for, if it were for the record, for me to say which one's more exciting because. Nobody's really paying any, but 700 is, you know, it's an amazing uh, um, benchmark. Barely anybody will ever get in their career. So the fact that Pujols is getting it is amazing. good for both of them. But I think the 700 right now, because the record is judged, I think the 700 is a much more important milestone and exciting um, thing to see. My point, I was talking, I forget who I was talking to, but I think we're all going to side with Pools on this. And this this is really the main thing. I, maybe it was even last week when we recorded. I, I'm just rooting for Pools because he's a good dude. Like, I'm not, saying Aaron, I'm not saying Aaron Judge is bad by any means, but Pools get him, Yankees as fans. Long, as long, as long, yeah. If Yankees fans want to come at me, apparently you can't see me today. So whatever. He's John Cena in this bitch. You can't see him. Do, do, yeah. do, do. You, you could just see my face with the mask. Um, this, that, what the hell was that? Are you he's the most awkward dab. <laughs> All right. So again, Pearl's good dude, and we've known he's a good dude for over twenty years, and that's uh, that's um too to praise um so again i think all of us are picking polls but Dallas, uh what is your non-sports topic for this week no idea he has no idea yeah i'm uh switching over to geico my car insurance that is not a topic I think that's something to. I think that's something worth struggling with the budget. Call up Geico. Fifteen minutes or less to save you fifteen percent. Percent or more. Do you guys remember those old? Uh, I think we talked about it before, but the old one eight hundred collect like fucking payphones. Oh yeah. Yes. Dude, I go down a mem. I'll, I'll go down like a rabbit hole of watching like those old commercials. Or I'll see on TikTok. Oh. I follow these funny uh, TikTok uh, things. Like accounts where it's like uh, old commercials or old products from the 90s or early 2000s that you forgot about. And it takes about half of a second for like the song to start playing or the commercial to start for my brain to like, and I know every single thing about, you know what I mean? Like the product and all that other, it's crazy how that shit is just like locked. Sticks with there in your brain, yeah. I used to use the uh, 1-800-C- a L L A T T and just leave, leave little like when it would say oh, yeah. state your name, I would say, Hey, it's Dallas, you need to ride. And then mom would yeah. 
Okay. Yep. I mean, she wouldn't accept the charges. Yeah, she wouldn't accept that's, the charges. So that's, right. that's smart. Yeah, I mean that was the good old days, man. I mean when. Oh, and then With having iPhones? the T nine text, and then Dow. I think oh, you're dude. still T nine text, right? Like a weirdo. I, <laughs> I wish I would. I love T9. no. You don't T nine text. What's the thing that you do? You don't T nine. You do the. Uh... Oh, I swipe. I swipe. Yes, I like like some fool, like some no, like some absolute no, fool. No, Dow just doesn't text back. That's what he does. That's also true. <laughs> Really good at that. Sorry, right, but I don't know. But seriously, who learned to T9 text in class in their pocket? I would T9 text in my pocket knowing the combinations. That was, that was a good, and that was high school. Man, I yeah. feel. Now it's just, right now. good luck trying to stop kids from texting in class. I don't even know if it's possible. Yeah, dude, I wonder if teachers just let them have their phone. How do math classes work, you know? I don't, Remember when they're well, like, oh, you're not going to have a calculator in your pocket 24-7? Like, duh. Guess what, guy? Well, not only do I have a calculator, but well, I have more knowledge in one Google search than all of mankind had before, like, 1900 combined. Well, I'm, so, assuming, I'm assuming, Ben, I'm assuming they just don't allow phones out during tests. I'm pretty sure that would stop that. It would not stop me from trying. I can tell well, you. Well, I mean, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I would not have succeeded, but I would have tried. Man, I yeah, I I sincerely. Well, it became hard for me. So I found yes, that's hard. But for me, it was really hard because I eventually, and I still love the sidekick. <laughs> If you, you were the you sidekick were, king. You were the king that, of the sidekick. That was You're the only person double, I ever knew that had it. And it was amazing. And it was the first keyboard. It was the first, you couldn't text in class because you had the keyboard. So you couldn't text in class because you sounded like a goddamn Power Ranger trying to load look, up with, your, with that thing sliding and clicking into place. Do, 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 do. I don't care. That was cool. Yeah. Or the Motorola chirps that chirp to talk. The boop boop. All right. It's like a walkie-talkie. Yeah, it's like an asshole in public walkie-talkie. Yeah. Everybody. Why would that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Because I don't know. I remember my very one of my very first uh, cell phones. So you guys remember the very first cell phone I ever had? But the, the very first like smartphone I guess I ever had was a BlackBerry. And Dave Blackberry. had a BlackBerry at the time. Yeah, BlackBerry Pearl is what it was called. It was like that big. It had Pearl. the little uh, the little dot. Little the little ball, black... dude. It sucked. Who the thought that girl? technology was smart? All it took was a little bit of finger we, grease, a little bit of something to like get in that thing, and then you were donezo. And then that 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 shit wasn't yep. moving. It wasn't rolling anywhere. It wasn't rolling anymore. It's like roll back. Well, Ben's already talking about finger grease, so finger grease. That's hot. I feel like that's. I feel like that's a good transition. Ben talking about finger grease. All right, so Ben, what's your baseball topic this week? So my baseball topic. Um, it's just, it's an appreciation topic. That's all easy. Framber Valdez pitcher for the, uh, uh Astros. He's yeah. uh, set the single season record with 25 straight quality starts. Um, which if anything is just literal consistency, right? I mean, the Astros are one of the best teams in the American league, if not the best team in the American league. So having a starter like that to compliment, um, Verlander and McCullers, and you have a guy who's a lefty and he's absolutely lights out right now, giving you start after start of dominant, consistent, good baseball. You know, that's going to help go a long way in the playoffs for them. Having him as their number two or their number three, whatever, you know, however they decide to shake out the rest of their rotation. But um, he's just had a really awesome season in the way that he's, you know, he's only in his fifth year, so he's got a lot of. Um, growing still to do as a pitcher. Um, you know, Verlander is getting older. Obviously, it doesn't look like it this year, but he is like nearing 40, so eventually he will He's have old. to retire and, and, and kind of wind down. And then, you know, why not have a guy who's already ace-level stuff 
you know, as your right. three Keep that you board. got, you can just slide people up and, and you know do whatever you got to do. But so it was just that was it. He he, he set the record for twenty five straight uh, quality starts, which I think was incredible. And I just wanted to give a shout out because um, we don't talk much about the Astros here. Um, there you go. They're good. They're very they are good. good. Yeah. Speaking of, speaking of Verlander, how many we see in the tank? Because he is getting he he's elder. He is like a baseball elder now. How many more do you guys think he has that he could go? I think I think he has two more after this year. Two more good years. I I think if he wants to, two more. But I don't know. I mean, yeah. So I'd assume he's gonna sign for two more years and then retire. But hmm. I could be wrong, but we'll see. But Ben, I do have a question. So, I mean, I have maybe I'm just dense on this area, but what qualifies as a quality start? Like, what are the numbers you have to have? Yeah, so I want to get the exact numbers right, but I think it's something like you have to go at least five innings, and. Uh, there has to be a certain number, like you can't give up a certain number of walks or hits. Let me let me look it up so I can give the exact definition. Yeah, and to be fair, for for people who may not follow baseball, quality starts is something that's kind of a recent stat. I mean, baseball is all about stupid stats, um, but I feel like that's a good measure from what I've heard. Yeah, that's a good measure. So, what are the numbers? Yeah, so. Uh, a quality start, which has basically replaced um, complete games since it happens so rarely. Since complete games happen so rarely, quality start has pretty much uh, replaced that measure for baseball. And the definition of quality starts is at least six innings, giving up no more than three runs. So if you figure that keeps yeah. your ERA at three and you're going at least six innings, you know what I mean? Like that's that's just solid, consistent. That's all you can ask for as a starter, right? They're asked for out of your starters. Like, go out there, give me at least five, six innings, give the offense a chance. Be within striking distance, you know what I mean? And the fact that he's done that so consistently this year is um, it's really been special. All right. What, so, I'm just asking, but what was the streak that Jacob DeGrom just reached? Uh, he had, like, 40 consecutive starts with under three – earned runs in the game like when he starts um mm-hmm. i so that's not qual- this not quality starts but uh something but when i when i was looking at that so i'm kind of going from your topic so forgive me the jacob Degrom stat i hate for this one reason the cubs just faced the ground and they got like two earned runs off him in like four innings of work and he still has that streak. I'm like, that's mm-hmm. not that's not very good. I don't I know it's so but yeah um uh, is his name Farmer or Framer Valdez. I always forget. I always thought it was Fromber. From Fram Fram Fromber. Yes. I don't know. Yeah exactly. I I had no idea. So just call him Mr. Valdez. So I mean, Jake I know, it was uh I don't know. DeGroms was 39 consecutive starts allowing three or fewer runs. So not not yeah. taking into uh, into account innings pitch, but just 39 yeah, I mean, straight starts allowing three or fewer runs is still pretty good. But, but hold on. So he could pitch one inning. He could pitch one-third of an inning, but let up two runs, and then you pull him, and that streak is still going. That is not a very good stat. I don't I'm I'm sorry, Mets fans. That DeGrom stat is is garbage. Um, yeah, baseball's great at that. Baseball's amazing at cherry picking stats and coming up with shit that's like, oh, this guy, he's the best pitcher since you know Joe Garbagefoot yeah. McGee in 1911, who you know who's pitched seven consecutive starts on a Wednesday and won them all. You know what I mean? Like baseball's wild like that. Seven starts. Wednesday night in the yeah. when facing NL batters, it's like all right, it's, it's like sixty eight degrees or, or, or less. Yeah, it's 
the amount of that garbage that happens is uh, a bit nuts. But uh, anyway, so that Valdez uh, number is actually good. Um, yeah, so. All right, so. Yes, uh, do you. Well, here, I'll go on this because um, I think before we re were recording, I we were referencing uh, Wedding Crashers from last episode. We talked about what was the funniest movie we've seen. And we all kind of came to a decision on uh, Dodgeball and kind of came to that, like, Maybe just the decision that that's that is a funny movie. Maybe not the funniest movie to everyone, but um, Dallas, uh, we got this question from our uh, our uncle who texted us, uh, Uncle Mike, if you're listening. He said, "Do you think comedies are are generational, meaning Anchorman and Dodgeball and Wedding Crashers and stuff?" Uh, you know, you you find those funny during your formative years, and that's what you kind of hold on to. But you have movies like Ben mentioned, Blazing Saddles, and all these older like Airplane and stuff like that. Uh, it's kind of a more serious question, but um, why don't if you have do you have an answer to Uncle Mike's question? Is comedy like generational? Like or is it like some that other generations can enjoy just as much? I that I'd say some pieces are yes. It's kind of like relate this to artists like uh, music, musical artists. Like there are some artists that are transgenerational, and there are some that just aren't. Doesn't mean that you can't appreciate the uh, like the ones that aren't for what they are and were. Don't think that there are are some things like some artists appreciated by folks that are like young today as they are appreciated when they were younger. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they appreciate it differently, right? And I. I would say, like, one of the artists I was actually just talking to a couple weeks ago, I think Elton John is one, one of the, like, transgenerational artists. People will, like, I think, I think people that were born in the 90s appreciate as people that were born in the 50s. Um, and, you know, some group, you know, or, like, some people, not for me, not my cup of joe, but some people that were born around my time, like, you know, and they were not remotely part of our music. So, um, and I think it's the same case for some movies. Like, there will be some folks that, you know, some of the older comedies, but um, I think that there's, a, there's more of just like an appreciation for what they were. And I don't think that it will be as funny, but also like your genre of comedy because there's like even subsects of comedy, you know, like there's slapstick and um, yada yada. So, so uh, I, you know, I, I think it's a little bit. Some movies will be trans transgenerational. Most won't be. But um, yeah, I, I think like, like some people like just you kind of like what you were born into, and like like you were developing, like you kind of find your your rut. Maybe I'm not sure. I think that that's my though for now. Yeah, yeah. So you guys, uh, Ben, Ben was the the one who actually mentioned older movies, movies that honestly I've not seen. Uh, ben, uh, you said what were the two answers you gave at first last week? Do you, it was uh, Blazing Saddles and something else. Do you remember that? Was it another Mel Brooks movie? Probably. You know, probably. Yeah, I mean, I think those movies are generational to Dallas's point <clears throat> and to your uncle's point. But I also think it just depends on when you were exposed to it. 
and by who. Like my dad was a fan of those types of movies, those comedies, those are the movies he grew up with. Um, and so naturally when you're a, a father, I assume you want to share those experiences with your children. Um, you kind of, you, you want them to watch the same movies you watch. You want to see them kind of experience um, the same kind of things that, you know, you did and you kind of hope that they like it, right? That they, that they don't just say, oh, this is boring. And then they walk out of the room, which I'm sure, you know, will happen eventually. But um, yes. So, yeah. So, you know, my dad loved those kinds of movies. And, and so naturally I was drawn to those kinds of movies as well. Um, but those kind of older comedies are kind of special in that sense. And like, they don't really make them like that anymore. And you can say that about a lot of movies as we've gone on in time, like they don't make a movie like the hangover anymore. I think comedies are specific because comedy, you have a good idea. And then for about two or three years after it, everybody makes a comedy about that same idea. And then eventually it goes away. And then eventually it'll get recycled because that's just the nature of the beast, right? Like you had uh, road trip and then you had Euro trip and then you had everybody else tripping balls. You had like any of those uh, kinds of movies that were all came out in those early 2000s, like the Van Wilder college type movies and all of that. Like those, if you were to watch those now, I don't know if they would be as funny. You would, you would appreciate different jokes more as an adult that you might've missed when you were younger and different stuff like that. Right. But but there are some movies that are, that you will grow out of. I think that you'll just look back now and say like, Oh, that's really juvenile. It's not funny. Like some, there are some movies that, you know, even now you're kind of like, man, that's not, you know, that's not the best. I remember, you know, um, in the hangover when, Bradley Cooper pulls up to Ed Helms' house at the very beginning of the movie, and he's calling him from the outside of the house, and he's calling, he's saying, paging doctor, super hard slur for a gay person, uh, the F word for a gay person. And it's like, mm. it, it hits the ears so sharp, it's so ugly, you know? Um, but at the time, that movie was hysterical, and everybody loved it, and you know what I mean? Like, and that joke couldn't be made now. And, and so that kind of stuff changes, and, and it, it, you know, progresses through times and different lenses and filters so i think your uncle's exactly right i think it is just unless you're exposed to it and you get a chance to see something at a younger age that you might not have um earlier comedy is based just when it hits you at a certain point in your life so your early teenage years through your early 20s are pretty much the comedies that you're going to end up liking i think for the rest of your life all right so kind of go ahead down time specific then because, I mean, it's kind of like you were saying, though, it's like 90s comedies are distinctively 90s comedies. It's a certain brand in itself. And then mm-hmm. you have your, your 2000s and, like, even comedies from 20 years ago. So I, I, I guess it's just like, I don't know. But then, like, when it comes to, like, Godfather, they're still reviewed as, well, the Godfather 1 and 2 are reviewed as, as two of the best movies. He's ever made. Oh, now almost fifty years ago. So, like, I'm more uh, fluid and subjective. I mean, it's obviously subjective, but it's it's um it's also time specific, time stamped. Uh, you know. Maybe just so is comedy is just constantly evolving. So. So, kind of, I don't know, I have two just, I'm genuinely curious about this, and one is more of a, uh, well, they're both, you know, I want to get your opinion on this, um, like, uh, your favorites. Um, so we talked about comedy movies last week. Uh, what, what, what is your favorite comedy like, series, TV show, um, that you would recommend uh, to watch. Um, I'll start off by saying the easy answer is The Office for me. For yeah, I mean, for most people. Um, I just started watching The Good Place. Uh, mm, okay. I just, I just I just finished season one of The Good Place, and there are some other good ones, but this one I. I genuinely hardcore like laugh out loud, and it one time it's woken up my daughter 
from from sleeping. So that's how loud it was. So, but what would you guys say? What's a, a TV show, a comedy TV show that you love? Like one or two? I love, uh, so something that I can always put on that makes me laugh is the Impractical Jokers. Fucking love that show. I would never be able to do it because I don't have enough, um, <laughs> I don't know, confidence, I guess. Like, I, I just, I'd be so crippled by the fear and the anxiety of, like, just talking to regular people in public, let alone, you know, pulling pranks on them or, or doing something <clears throat> outrageous. But I think because I would be so unable to do that, I think I'm drawn to it. I think I like it. Um, so that one always makes me laugh. And then if I was going to do, like, a situated, like, a, a sitcom or something, Seinfeld, it, for me, is, like, a classic, iconic comedic TV show. Um, you can always put that on. And then if you're going for like an animated route, Bob's Burgers, I love, I've talked about it a million times, but American Dad's probably the one cartoon um, I've seen more than anything else, any other show. So I would say Bob's Burgers, no, no, I'm sorry, I would say American Dad uh, for a comedic cartoon. And then, yeah, Psych is great. I don't know, I got a bunch. I, 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 like, I like a lot of different shows. Okay, that's what do you think? I really like, like uh, New Girl, and, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, Seth MacFarlane. Like, um, I I also really enjoy American Dad, but I I, really, I if I had to choose between the two, I'd probably watch Family Guy over American Dad. That's just wrong. And smarter than me, so he doesn't need the cutaways, but. <laughs> I'm, I'm the cutaways are too much, man. The cutaways, like Family Guy, at this point is just cutaways. That's all it is. It's like it, it's it's become too far. It's become too much. Cutaway inside a cutaway. Inception. Get this cutaway. too much. Inception cutaway. I don't know. I I really like American Dad. It's not because it's smarter. If you've seen any of the newer episodes, this show's absolutely wild. But um, the beginning of Family Guy is rough. Like. So before yeah. they leaned fully into Peter being like actually dumb, dumb like an actual <laughs> like person that's got uh, mental issues, yeah. Um, <laughs> before they fully leaned into it, he was just kind of like an idiot, like a Homer Simpson. And then I think they probably yeah. heard enough of like, hey, this is basically just modern Simpsons, and they were like, all right, we're just gonna lean fully in and make the show even more real, or more ridiculous, because then the, then they started. Tag teaming uh, Stewie and Brian together, they put that combination together, and that became like a whole, whole thing in and of itself. I mean, the show is great, obviously, but I just I like American Dad more. It's a little more, I say realistic, as they have like an alien as one of the main characters and a talking goldfish, but it's more realistic that way. You know, I feel like that's that could happen. You know, I talked to my oh yeah, goldfish. <laughs> Class. Right. Classic. Uh, I mean, anyways. I've I've not seen one full episode of Family Guy, and that again, it's like Game of Thrones. I I'm okay being that one guy. That's all. That's all. I'm okay. I'm okay. That's that, that's crazy to me. Like how even on accident you haven't no just sat and watched an episode. Right. No. I mean, I mean, to be to be fair. Oh, um, bitch! You got Jack, bitch. Well, I've seen I've seen segments of it and I've seen clips, but man, I just uh, I, so again to be fair, I do think I just sometimes don't watch things if they're a bit further on to be the contrarian. That's all. Mm. So uh, that I'm sure that's part of it, but um, Dallas, uh, you have the the floor. What is your baseball topic this week? Sweet baby, Albert Pujols. It's the countdown. Let's go. Got it. I mean, there's nothing to watch like other like in the NL Central other than the Cardinals are just being the Cardinals and being great, and Cubs are being the looking like shit per the hundred years. I think Ben has kidnapped someone. No, there's someone you hear that, right? Yes. Do you guys hear that? 
What is? Dude, there's that? some woman. There's some woman down. Hester's saying there's some crazy woman down on the street, screaming at the top of her lungs. That so you guys can hear that she's what literally is, wait, down on a, on a block away. Don't don't that? call Viv crazy. Okay. Yeah. Oh, not cool. She's but she is. Yeah. But this she woman, yeah, wonderful. this woman is having a rough go at it. I hope she's all right. Yeah. Who right. she? Uh, who she's okay. All right, so, yeah, uh, hey, you were, you were saying like there's not much to watch. Hold on. Is it, can Allie hear you right now? Can, can Allie hear me? No. Yes. No, remember he said he was I was going to say, we might have our, our biggest in-person crowd to date. As you listening, we've got Kendra listening. We have the best live. Stream we've had to just a quick segue. Brutus is sitting over there too. And Brutus, well, well again, account, Brutus. But... To be fair to to be fair to Allie, I I actually asked her, Did you to her? not come in. Be- no, okay. I've asked her to not come in so she can actually spend some alone time. <laughs> That's oh. really it. Um, fair enough. Um, I mean, she's she's got me to deal with a lot of the days, so a lot. Of, she can take day. an hour off. All right, um, yeah. All right. But all uh, right. so Dusty, I would I would argue that there is something to watch. It's just not what mid Midwestern fans want to watch, and also, and that's oh, oh yeah. What? 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 I was just going to say the. Three spots in the AL wild card are all split between like a game. So like uh, it's the Blue Jays, the Rays, and the Mariners. The and uh, oh, hold on, Dell. The Mariners. The Mariners. The Mariners lost three or four to the Angels. So let's not get too tied up. But either way, that's exciting baseball. But that, I mean. No one in the middle is going to watch the Blue Jays or the Rays, dude. I don't want to. I just. I don't want to be shackled by the you know, by the strengths of the employee-employee relationship. <laughs> you know, unless you're into that sort of thing, then I got some shackles in the bed. <laughs> Jake, you said something that just reminded me of that. I don't know what it was. <clears throat> I, I, I derailed the conversation. Obviously, uh, Dallas is having a conversation over there. So I will say yeah. this. Um, anytime you lose three or four to the Angels, not great news. Angels aren't a good team. No. Um, you want to be playing your best baseball as you approach the uh, postseason. Obviously, not, not, I'm not speaking you know, crazy, uh, unheard of facts here. So the fact that they're not playing great baseball isn't ideal, but they do have – uh, like you said, about two weeks left of uh, solid games, 15, 16, yeah. 17 games left. Yeah. Um, so they have a chance to turn it back around. You know, if they go 10 and 5, 11 and 4 down the stretch and they and they really come on strong, I think, you know, they have a chance. The AL wild card is probably the most exciting race right now. Um, we, like, as you said, I guess if you're a non baseball fan, you probably don't give a shit anyways. But even. For us, like getting the, the the Blue Jays down the stretch, you know who we all had pretty high in uh, our American. I East I have them winning the World Series this year. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So we all have at least some sort of bragging right stake in the Blue Jays. Um, I think Dan went with the Yankees, but the rest of us um, have at least a bragging right stake in the Blue Jays um, being. Yeah. So I would pick the Blue Jays and the Mariners to make those last two wild card spots. I think that would make for fun baseball. Um, to have Seattle back in the playoffs, get Julio Rodriguez a chance to showcase himself uh, on the playoff uh, stage. And then getting those Blue Jays, uh, young talent, all their incredible pieces, getting them an opportunity at primetime games and an opportunity to play in postseason games um, would be best, I think, for baseball. So I think that's, yeah, you know, yeah. I think that's ideally what baseball would want. And I think that's what I want. You know, speaking of showing off, Dust, when you walked away, I saw some short shorts going on. Oh, no. Oh, normal shorts. They just got hiked they up are. and get excited. I see you guys. They are not they normal are, shorts. They are not. Dust, you are Dallas, you're not wearing regular. No, that's not. No. not normal shorts. 
Who wears that? Dude, your balls are hanging out the bottom. You're going to get us banned. You're going to get us banned off YouTube. The normal shorts. Normal, normal to shorts. who, bro? You guys be wearing uh, capris out there. Calling them shorts. These are shorts. Dude, do you remember when... Oh, gosh. I was telling Hesley this uh, not that long ago. When I would... And I know we all did it at different points of our lives. We would wear basketball shorts under our blue jeans just oh, yeah. in case like a game broke out and you had, <laughs> you had to be fucking prepared and then just and then you think you about how ass we all were at basketball and it didn't matter what we were wearing <laughs> we could have been fucking wearing the like mike sneakers from you know bow wow sneakers from like mike and we still would have sucked it didn't matter but we had to come ready with no. the shorts underneath the, the jeans I, I i thought it was just like fashionable to wear it I I was using it for practicality reasons. I did not think it looked good. It was hot. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Wait, we got some so many swamp extra layers for no reason. Swamp, yeah. So many extra layers for no reason. That is a lot of layers. Right? And you know those shorts weren't small. Those are so no, long and then the jeans well, had to be even bigger. It had to be even bigger. I, Just bigger. I, I remember wearing like undershirts under just a regular t-shirt for no I reason st i still do that i still do that Bad. you wore polos Stop. sometimes though, yeah i really do white t-shirts i'll wear a white t-shirt under a another t-shirt sometimes no i really ben, do stop stop i really do they don't believe just, me wait, so you wear, no, wear, no, wear no, no. under other shirts ben no, i no. believe you just stop it oh all you're telling me is stop doing it yeah hold up so, like is the outside t-shirt a v-neck or something? No. So I'll wear like a v-neck white t-shirt. And then let's say yeah. if I wanted to wear this shirt. It's just like an extra layer yeah. of, of comfort clothing. So you yes, wear stop, a v-neck underneath a regular t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. I don't wear like a regular t-shirt and then a v-neck so you see like fucking another shirt cup. underneath. Like, no, that's weird. No. No, good. No, got, uh, no, no, no. Sociopath. No, what's weirder underneath anything else, bro? That's what's weird, bro. How? Unless it's a button up. It doesn't make sense. Is it a hoodie or a button up? Then you could wear an undershirt. Otherwise, you're wasting time. Time. And Haynes's time. Why do you think they make the shirts, guy? What do you think they're there? To for? wear the Under shirt. Under hoodies and button ups, bro. Under bro. hoodies and button ups. Why would you? All right. What if you're wearing? Don't, what if you're wearing like a, a light colored T-shirt, like a gray or a blue T-shirt on the sun? You're gonna be petting up. You're a yeah. sweaty bitch. You sweat. The I white T-shirt acts as a sweat absorber. Acts as another layer. Bro, stop it. Because you got two layers on. On. So if I'm worried about it, I'm wearing black. No, because I'll just take my fat that's ass inside of this air conditioning. That's that's just too much, man. You might as well wear a hoodie. You're gonna be a hoodie guy. Degrees outside. I hope I like, I like I like wearing hoodies, but only in the fall. I'm not crazy. I'm not wearing hoodies in the summer. I'm I was telling you it's 74 degrees right. in the house, and I was complaining that Here's, it was too warm. And I need you to answer this with Hester in the room. You guys date night, and then you come back, back and you're gonna have a little, you know, adult time. You have to listen who's it gonna be. 98 degrees, three, four ways. Go. You have to listen to the CD. I mean, I don't Who's listen. Be? No. It would be Backstreet Boys because I know more of their music. So well, the, only thing I know, the only thing I know about 98 degrees is a lot when about you guys first got that CD. We lived across the street, and the beginning of the CD sounded like somebody was changing a radio dial. So you assholes would stand there and like change the <laughs> radio station as if the CD was changing the radio station. It was hilarious. <laughs> Jesus, that just popped into my head just now. Oh man, I haven't thought oh, about that in let's let, do 25 that years. <laughs> Back a lot of memories. Yeah. Oh, holy god. Maybe I will listen to 98 Degrees and then just put pretend I'm, I'm changing the radio dials. CD yeah, that's gonna be like, what's wrong with the radio? And be like, like <laughs> I got it. This is for Dallas, Jake. All right, Ben. Why don't you close this out with some tri trivia? All right. Well, so my uh, 
I got the trivia here. Are you ready? These are 10 questions. We'll go quick because we're already almost at an hour. Are you ready? Yep. So we're going to keep track. This is how I figured we could do it. Um, Dallas, are you guys tied, right, last week? So you tied last week? Wait. But we answered a lot of questions before the show, right? So add that. I don't remember what it was in that no. surprise back no. So these, these 10 – Whoever gets uh, the most right is just going to win this episode, and we'll do the winner of 10 episodes has okay. to do a punishment or something silly. Okay? Okay. All right. Question yeah. number one. Being a small business owner in ancient Egypt wasn't easy. Any baker caught cheating customers. Any baker got that got caught cheating customers. Easy for me to say. What happened to them? A, their business was burned down. B, they were hung in the center of town. C, they were sodomized with a baguette. Or D, they had their ears nailed to the shop's front door. I mean, they're all terrible. Ears. Curious, though. All Just, the, Dallas says she's what? Funny. The ears on the sign. The ears on the sign. Jake, what's your answer? What was B? Uh, hung no. in the center of town. Okay, I'll see. They burned down their business. The answer is D. Ears nailed to the door. Oh, shut up! It reminds me of. Do you guys remember Universal Soldier? Did you ever see that movie? Dolph Lundgren's in it. It's a '90s action movie. Jean Claude Van Damme, Dolph Lundgren. No. Dolph Lundgren wears a necklace of dudes' earlobes, like their ears, uh, in the movie. Okay. He's like, he's like oh. such a hardo. He's just chopping people's ears off. I'm like, Question. I got an idea, pal. Why don't you just fucking relax, all right? And just uh, move, maybe don't just wear move, an ear necklace. Move the question too, bro. All right. Chances of being killed by a tornado are one in five million. Your odds increase to 50 in 5 million if you live in Alabama, try to drive away from the storm, live in a mobile home, or chase storms for a living. Chase storms. Option two. Drive away from the storm. It doesn't matter what option two is. <laughs> oh, my Alabama. gosh. But I already said, the, I already said it. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't say that because I already got it out before you... Yeah, you, know, <laughs> you just you just sounded rude. Um, what was what, what's your answer? Cool. All right. Um, do you have an answer? Yeah, yeah it's a, a, Alabama. Oh, it is not. It's it is not living in Alabama. No, the answer is C. Live in a driving. mobile home. Oh, no, it's living in a mobile home for some reason. They're, they're classless. That's why. <laughs> Damn tornadoes. We need yeah. to cancel tornadoes for being classless. Classless. Amen. Just don't. And classes. All right, public safety announcement. There's a one in 3,000 chance your house could burn down to the ground. In order to stay safe, avoid the number one reason your house catches fire. A, Living in heaters. Chicago. That's, that's, that's not bad. Uh, a, portable heaters. B, overheated pots and pans. C, smoking. Or D, candles. Uh, uh, a, candles, though. Portable heaters. Dallas has portable heaters. Jake? Uh, All sound like... Yeah, yeah, that too. Jake says portable heaters. The answer is overheated pots and pans. Apparently leave the shit on your stove too long. I just burnt cookies literally two days ago. Burnt the shit out. Burnt the shit out. Burn burn your house down too? I tried. Insurance money. Cockroaches are pretty amazing. Which of these facts is true? They can lift 100 times their body weight. They can live nine days without their heads. They can hold their breath for over an hour. The fastest cockroach ever was clocked at seven miles per hour. That would be a fast cockroach, though. That would be. It looked like you mouthed something, but I didn't hear what you said. That B. B. Take? Um, yeah, I'll say B. That's correct. The answer is B. So you nice. both have one, right? So both have uh, – Dallas has two. Jake has one. Yeah. Okay. Never sit down for a meal with a daddy long legs. After eating, the insect is known for vomiting up its meal and eating it again, pulling each of its eight legs through the jaws of its teeth to floss, Ugh. 
shitting all over the place. Oh, that's an option. Or D, what? eating other daddy long legs if it feels it hasn't eaten enough. I want to say puking that flies. Yes, that sounds um, legit. Gross. Fuck, that's gross. <laughs> oh my god. I'm going to say, I'm gonna say so crap. Small, I'm going to say crap. Jake, Jake says shitting all over the place, Dell. First one? Vomiting up its meal after and then eating it again. No. Uh, uh, what was B? Holding yeah, each stop. of its eight legs through its jaws. And also, yeah, Jake's by himself. You guys have two stop on one. Stop getting help. <laughs> What's C? Selfish pig. Oh, she's not helping, dude. Look, she's <laughs> listening and saying stuff. I yeah, know that, she is. Yeah, that Get out of here. Team from Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah. No. I haven't seen See, I hear, no. I hear her. I heard her. To be quiet. Get, get All right. Out. Yeah. What's your answer? Um, what's your answer? I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with. C. So you guys both go C. The answer is B. It pulls each of its eight legs through its mouth to floss. Oh, it is ugly. Yeah, and I don't even dislike spiders like that, but I would not like that. Okay. Um. So this is something we tried to do when we were younger. Uh, a violent shot to the nuts can kill a man. It happened to Dick Wertheim <laughs> back in 1983 after this object struck him square in the cock and balls. A punch, mm. a baseball, a golf ball, or a tennis ball. What was, uh, what year was it? 1983. Uh, 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 baseball. Tennis ball. Holy shit, Dow, good call. It is a tennis ball. Amazing. No. You have to look through here. That's cheap. No. Oh, there it is, D, tennis ball. I would. But look at that, square in the cock with a tennis ball. Dude, that would hurt. Do you think it came off a racket? I want, there's no obviously no follow-up details. but Or do you think somebody <laughs> threw it? Because you can't throw it. Like, Chapman wasn't hanging around in 1983, right? Yeah, dude. No way was that a throw. It was off the racket. Dude, but a baseball to the cock and balls? Yes. I mean, I'd be like, just kill me. Well, I don't think ball. the question is what can what can kill you because a baseball can kill you, but oh, I just right, think a tennis right. ball did kill this guy, which is all right. Dude, all right, fine. Dallas is up to Dallas is cheating, and it's up to. <laughs> all right. Yeah, so in the nineteenth century, in the nineteenth century, every coffin was installed with one of these devices in case dead. About were really. Only in a coma or suffering from paralysis. A, a horn. B, a safety belt. C, an interior light. Or D, an escape hatch. Dallas seemed pretty confident and gave an answer beforehand. It sounded like bell. Come on. So so he's wrong. All right, so save those answers again. So it's a horn, a safety belt, an interior light, or an escape hatch. Must be the belt then. Well, none of it helps a person inside besides the hatch. Yeah, but you're under, you're underground. Who, who says? Bro, how do you bury people? <laughs> what, are, what are you doing over there? What is going on in California? They just leave people sitting on the road. I mean, there's a dead guy. You just stick all the dead guys over there. Put them in the air. Funeral. All right. So I had. I was. I want to say hatch, but I'll say horn. So it's actually a safety belt. Dow completely guessed and got it right. No guess. So I actually do. I actually did know this question before I asked it. So what it would be, Jake, is a giant belt that stuck up through the coffin over the dirt. That's and that if you were dead inside, you were supposed to ring it, and then people could hear it ringing from the outside. Yeah, that's and what the radio was. were dead, not dead on the inside. All right, um, whatever. I can just tell whatever. you this. If I was walking past the cemetery and a bell was ringing, I'm not stopping. I'm continuing to walk <laughs> out of town, leaving all my shit, yeah. and I'm leaving. I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. Three, three, three questions left. So, Jake, you got a chance. You're down uh, three to no, one. Don't. Get out. The great Nippolini is a performer who makes a living demonstrating the power of his mighty nipples. Each nipple can lift over, A, 25 pounds, 
B, 52 pounds, C, 11 pounds, or D, 70 pounds? 50. 52. Says 52 pounds. Jake says 52 pounds. The answer is no, D, didn't. 70 pounds. Oh, man. That's what Jake said. Dude, that's Get some heavy nips, bro. Dude, that's some, some heavy-duty nips. He's got some Those saggy some nips. Saggy, saggy nips. <laughs> Could you imagine he just fucking hanging into his belt? He's like, hey, what's up? Yeah. Going to the pool Six. with the fucking saggy nip guy? <laughs> Six-inch nips. <laughs> like, Jerry, right. put a shirt on. All right. All right uh, there are psychopaths in every walk of life. Which of these professions is not in the top 10 careers of psychopathic people a clergy b police officers c chefs or d college professors chefs clergy so the answer is unfortunately d college professors i like how none of us said police officers we agree <laughs> that, that that could happen they do that all the time anyway. yeah it's on camera. <laughs> All right, Jake. So this one's worth two points, just so you could possibly tie down. No, no, don't do it to me. All right? All right, fine. Don't, Last don't question anyways. Me. Question 10. Wrapping up here. Mickey D's, more like Mickey D's nuts. A person eating fast food regularly will consume roughly how many pubic hairs per year? Oh, why? Answer A, 12. B, 17. That's C, 9. 12. D, 3. I've... But that's enough. Twelve. I don't care. It doesn't matter. The answer is twelve. So you're gonna eat twelve pubes in your in a year. So I, I was. That's funny because I actually had a story about pubic hair earlier that I wanted to tell. Hesu was watching a TikTok while I was working, and in it, the young lady said that a form of like ancient, and by ancient I mean like 16, 1700s, like way too recent, not not that long ago courtship was to trim off some of your pubes and send it to your lover so that they had it and it was supposed to be like romantic like a special gift and i was like under no circumstance do i want anyone's pubes ever keep them keep them all keep them all to yourself you know a little pocket of curly hair yeah bro and they were like oh they would just like or like men would keep it in their hat like you just imagine walking around with pubes in your hat men, like a hidden in your Get on with that was just like float Dude, down it's like, on your shoulder. Like, that's not it's like no wonder it's not a thing anymore. People don't like, <laughs> hey, trim off your pubes. We've learned like that shit's weird. We need to stop doing weird stuff. So I'm I proud think, of us. As a society, we've grown. I think I think there was a population that knew that was weird and they <laughs> liked it. Can you imagine like and they liked it. She, dude, she trimmed off some of her pubes and sent it to Gary. <laughs> Yeah, and now he's wearing them on his hat. Oh my gosh! All right, so Dasa won that round pretty pretty easily. I know Kendra was helping, but whatever, we'll move on. I don't care. I don't care what you say. Can't commit to me. All right, so this this has been uh, episode episode forty two of the Family Base Pod. My name is Jake. My name is. This is Dallas. My name is Jeff. My name is Jeff. <laughs> My name is Jeff. I love that movie. I that's a, that's a fun reference. reference. Have you not seen that 20, movie? No. 22 Jump Street? No. Oh, Jake, hold on. So before you sign off, I'm going to play it. Because it's fun. I'll, it I'll, takes I'll 10 know I don't care. Just do it. So Channing Tatum is pretending to be a Mexican Dude. My name is Jeff. All right, right. <laughs> My name is Jeff. <laughs> My name is Jeff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and his face, yeah. When he says it, is actually really funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. You know what? Scene, I think I've seen that. Yeah, the scene where Ice Cube uh, finds out that it was uh, yeah. Schmidt or Jonah Hill that slept with his daughter. Yeah, dude. Hilarious. That movie is really, really fun. Those movies, 21 and 22. Um, they're really I'll, good. You should watch. Again, if you haven't seen it. Alright, again, episode 42. Talk about 
we just recently we talked about Channing Tatum being a Mexican. Talk about sending pubes to your in your courtship. Yeah. Um Dallas cheating and we're gonna end episode forty two by saying if you guys have listened so far, subscribe, like, share, all that garbage that everyone always says, just do that. You can't see me and my videos down. I think that's better for everyone's sake. Um, I promise he's we'll just be, as handsome, guys. He's just as handsome as always. If you're watching Take on it. YouTube, you see that circle? That's pretty much my face all the time, so you're not getting anything new. Alright, so again, uh, follow us on Instagram, TikTok, so again, subscribe to YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, all that stuff. Just do it. We'll see you guys next week. Next Monday, there should be a new one-on-one conversation with a Phillies fan. So if you've listened to this, the Phillies will be in the playoffs. I talked to a fan, and you'll be able to hear that Monday morning. And then we'll have a new episode next Wednesday again. So we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for watching or listening. Bye. 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 (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.